it is taking me an awful lot of uh, self-discipline not to pr preach a homily this morning that's entitled, But Woe to You Who Are Rich. Now, you know me well enough by now to know that that takes a lot of discipline when our blessed Lord tees one up like that and says, Blick, walk over there and hit it with your best shot. But, but, all I'm going to do in terms of that particular homily is remind you that last night if you had something between you and the stars, if this morning you not only had something to eat, but uh, you had a choice in what you might have had for breakfast, bagel, cereal, oatmeal, scrambled eggs and bacon. Um, if you had a mode of transportation other than your trusty feet and your trusty feet had shoes upon them that I want you to remember. You are wealthier than 95% of the human beings who have ever occupied this planet. It is very difficult for us to sometimes remember how extremely blessed we are. Here ends the homily. May those who have ears to hear, let them hear. Now, I want to talk to you about something that happened last week. Not, not at this Mass. At the 11 o'clock Mass. I had preached one of my more magnificent homilies. <laughs> Easy over there. These, th these people think I actually do. Shh. I had preached one of more, my more magnificent homilies. I had stepped down from the ambo, one step, got halfway to the altar, and I was accosted by a person of the streets who decided somewhere way back there that it was okay for him to walk all the way down, all the way down, up the stairs, over, and then begin to harangue me about his necessity to speak to the congregation. Well, I could tell pretty quickly that he was not playing with a full deck. I tried to tell him that I would give him time after the Mass, but this wasn't the time. He was not to be denied. He said, I only want 20 seconds. I said, okay, you got 20 seconds, start. Nobody could hear him. That didn't seem to bother him whatsoever. 
I'll tell you what bothered me. Not that that happened, because I've been ready for that for a long time. We live in a very different world than you as Catholics were raised in. You as Catholics were raised that unless you were invited by the priest, once you stepped across an imaginary barrier from the floor to the first, second, or step, God would strike you dead. <laughs> and if you weren't taught that, you should have been. Okay. We don't live in that world anymore. You do. You keep that barrier. But people out there, they don't give a care about our barriers or our rules or our regulations or our, or our traditions. I don't care. The second thing that bothered me desperately was not one person in that congregation at 11 stepped up to assist me with our visitor, shall I say. Not one person. The only person who came absolutely to my aid was Ann Bennett. Ann Bennett is the sacristan. Please keep her in your prayers this morning. She is trying to get well from COVID like nothing else had happened in her week. So please keep her in your prayers. She came from the back to the front to assist me to get this man off the altar, shall we say, and headed back that direction. I so often talk to you all about stewardship, about time, about treasure, about resources, about relationships. I'm always up here asking you to think more about uh, your pledge, think more about DSF. Uh, if you've never DSF, now's the time to do DSF. Uh, you know, you've heard it all from me over almost eight years now. But today I want to say something to you. This is your church. This is your church. It's not my church. Of course it's Christ's church. But it's your church. And I need to know that you've got my back. Even if it is in a place where you have been taught all of your Catholic life that you're not supposed to go there. You hear me? You hear me? You know, the man was not armed. I began to figure that out about a third of the way through the process. I'm trying to figure out whether he's not quite right or if he is a danger to all of us because I had three altar servers all under the age of 18 over here that I needed to think about as well. You see, there's a lot going on up here. I need to know 
that if that ever happens in this Mass, or in a Mass that you happen to be a part of, err on the side of action. Now, I've never asked the question, and I do not want a show of hands, but my suspicion is more than one of you is armed this day, and she probably has it in her purse. Okay? That's just statistical in the state of Texas. About a third of the women in the state of Texas are packing. <laughs> he wasn't. I didn't know if he could be physically dangerous or not. I've got all these people looking at me like, hey, Father, what are you up to now? Is this something that, that you planned? No. It was not something I planned. It was not something I ever wanted. But it got dropped in our lap. And I need for you to hear me very quickly, very clearly, that if that should ever happen, you err on the side of stepping up and stepping out. Because, yes, that could have gone a number of ways, and I don't want to talk about those ways right now. They don't make me a very happy camper. But I want to tell you a story that historians argue about whether it actually came from St. Benedict or not. Now, I checked with Mario, and he said it did. <laughs> Benedict was his novice master, okay? But tradition says this is from St. Benedict out of his own rule for the monastic life. If any pilgrim come from distant parts with wish as a guest to dwell in the monastery and will be content with the customs which he finds in the place and do not perchance by his lavishness disturb the monastery, but is simply content with what he finds, well, he shall be received for as long a time as he desires. If, indeed, he find fault with anything or expose it reasonably and with humility of charity, the abbot shall discuss it prudently, lest perchance God has sent this visitor for this very special thing. But if he has been found to be gossipy, who won't take direction, he's just causing more trouble than he's worth. That's not in there. I said that. He ought not. We, we don't talk that way anymore. He ought not be joined to the body of the monastery. But also it shall be said to him honestly that he must depart 
And if he does not, let two stout monks in the name of God explain the matter to him. I, was, I had everything I needed last week but two stout monks. And at one point, I would have settled for two stout nuns. <laughs> as long as they were armed with a ruler. Now, it just so happened that our officer who is on premises happened to be in the other building, which was filled with children and women teaching them the truths of the Catholic faith. And therefore, for some reason or other, she just can't be in two places at the same time. So based on that event, we've now doubled our security. We will have somebody in this building as long as we are worshiping. And we will have somebody floating the parking lots and that building once it's occupied. We had to spend the money. Do we have the money? No, we don't have the money. You hear that from me all the time. We don't have the money, but we don't not, we can't not have the money. And so we did it. Not only protect me, but to protect these young men, the choir, all of you, all the little ones that are roaming about in the narthex, and if their parents look up, I'll say hi. <laughs> hi, parents. <laughs> We've got a lot of people who are vulnerable. So I pray to God this never happens again, and, and I'm not fussing at anybody. I'm just telling you new rules for a new age. That is, if you see something, please step forward. If you have done something wrong, I promise you, I will give you absolution. <laughs> I promise you, you will be fully absolved. But I can't absolve you if somebody decides to hit me in the back of the head with a baseball bat. I just won't be available to you. And so I need you. I need you to be watching my back and know that the rules that you grew up with as good, fine Catholics of don't you ever step up there unless Father asks you and then you still may be consumed by a bolt of lightning and spend the rest of eternity in purgatory. Mm. Those days are gone. I need your help. I need your investment of time. You always hear me talking about treasure, talent, and presence. Thank you all. Thank you all for listening. Please know I am not fussing. If I sound like I'm fussing, I'm not fussing. I wanted to tell you what the new rules are and why the new rules are in place. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for being present here today. 
please keep Mario and I in your prayers because apparently now a caller in many parts of our culture is equal to uh, a target. I don't like that world, but it's the world that I've inherited. We're going to try to do our best, but please, please, please keep Father Mario, myself, our deacons, and our staff in your prayers that God will keep us safe. On a very busy corner of Rogerdale, Beltway 8, and Westheimer. God love you, and thank you for listening. Amen.